Hey, everybody, get ready for an informative episode from Parents' Rights in Education. I'm Suzanne Gallagher, and I'm looking forward to our time together. We stand and defend the fundamental rights of all parents to raise their children and firmly believe children belong to their families, not the state, not the teachers, the teachers' union, or any other bureaucrat. I invite you to visit our website, parentsrightsined.org. Sign up to receive our news alerts. Like our Facebook page. Join or form a Parents' Rights and Education affiliate chapter. Making your voice heard is always easier with others. Just grab a couple friends and you're there. We will help with training, information, branding, and contact referrals. Let's start a Facebook group for you. Submit the chapter inquiry form on our website, parentsrightsined.org. Everybody, it's Suzanne Gallagher, and this is Parents' Rights Now. Today's episode is titled Comprehensive Sexuality Education, Part 8, High School Classroom Zoom Porn. We got some press recently based on actually a true story that first appeared on Facebook, written by Brianna Sagdahl in the Northwest Observer. Explicit material borders on sexual misconduct. Wow, there's a title. Warning, explicit. Westland parents are outraged. Parents are irate after finding out via social media that Westland High School allowed pornographic materials to be used via Zoom during a distance learning class this week. In a module of healthy living, a class was presented by Clackamas Women's Services titled Pleasure versus Pain. The class is intended to educate students on healthy touch and pleasurable sexual experiences versus being able to recognize pain in a sexual partner. The center has helped many women heal after domestic abuse and sexual trauma, but parents say this content is taking it too far. Dana Dag Morales, a mother of Westland High School student, feels outraged and betrayed. Quote, this is unacceptable and infuriating, an education system turned joke and a total abuse of our tax dollars. I want my child out of public school now, unquote. She goes on to add that her student was even disgusted and left feeling embarrassed. Both question when education on a particular subject crosses the line into becoming the exact unwanted subject matter being taught. Quote, at what point does it become sexual misconduct itself? When teaching about these topics, at what point is far too far? As Suzanne Gallagher, the executive director of Parents' Rights in Education, quote, we try to get parents involved when the concept is still on paper being presented to our school boards. Unfortunately, most do not take notice until content is already implemented at which point it's already too late, unquote. 
The 501c3 was created after various court rulings that have systematically removed parents' rights and the importance of family values in the educational system. The teachers' unions have strong-armed the judicial system into turning out in loco parenti adjudications like the famed Palmdale ruling, which gives the school full legal guardianship once a child walks through the front door. Gallagher is not surprised by the content. Quote, if parents are shocked by this content, they're not paying very close attention. Oregon has an obscenity law that expressly exempts teaching institutions from liability due to the content that would put any parent behind bars for child endangerment. Exceptions to obscenity laws apply to schools, museums, and any institution that would show vulgar or X-rated content to minors, if done for educational experiences. Lori Blaine is another parent to a West Lynn high school student and says she is irate. Quote, I fully intend on taking this to the school board, along with other parents. There will be hell to pay, unquote. In the 2019 long session, the Oregon legislature passed the Governor Kate Brown signed Senate Bill 155. The bill titled, quote, Sexual Misconduct Reporting and Investigation, unquote, was introduced after a reported incident occurred within the Portland Public School District. Oregon Law 339.3882 requires that a designated licensed administrator report to the department any incident of suspected sexual misconduct involving a student and a non-licensed school employee, contractor, agent, or volunteer. According to the bill language, anyone can submit a report. Wesleyan High School is said to have not properly vetted the material prior to its use in the Zoom class. The school has been contacted by Northwest Observer as well as the school board without a response. A public statement has yet to be made. We've also reached out to Clackamas Women's Services to request the full class and PowerPoint presentation for context. At the time of this report, a response was not given by either the school or the third-party contractor. Author, Brianna Sagdahl, Northwest Observer. The article was picked up by talk show host Lars Larson's producer, Donovan Sargent, who then contacted me for an interview. The image shown to students on the Zoom call was a collage of young, naked women with a partner lying prone on their bellies with painful expressions on their faces. The images were inappropriately suggestive to match the content. What 14-year-old does not understand about pain in any way unless they are taught BDSM is good? You would say we are making this up. Not so. In a July 15, 2014 article, Pro-Life Organization Live Action 
introduced another investigative video exposing Planned Parenthood's disturbing practice of advising young girls about dangerous sex activities, such as bondage, discipline, and sadomasochistic sex, BDSM. The investigations are part of live-action series titled Sex Ed, Planned Parenthood's Dangerous Sex Advice for Kids. The latest expose features the abortion giant's facilities in Denver, Colorado. In the video, counselors offer suggestions to the undercover investigators in graphic detail of a spectrum of sadistic sexual behaviors, including whipping, tying up, and asphyxiation. As the video shows, a gruesome crime involving asphyxiation was recently in the media. In January, police discovered 16-year-old Jessica Burlew with the corpse of 43-year-old Jason Ash, whom Burlew had strangled to death and mutilated with razor blades in the midst of a sex game. A site for Planned Parenthood of Hudson Peconic also contains information about a seminar for educators called Fifty Shades of Safe, which seeks to explain how a BDSM relationship is successfully navigated between sexual partners. But why should we be surprised? When public schools only caution for students' sexual encounters is mutual consent, and all forms of sexual experimentation is encouraged for students to know what they prefer in a partner and who they really are. I would be remiss if I didn't revisit the subject of teaching obscenity in the classroom. This is something that is just uh, a puzzle to most people as they read through the curriculum and they say to themselves, How can this be legal? I mean, you can't teach other people's minor children this. If you were the next-door neighbor, an adult, and saying these things to my minor child, uh, in some states, you could be fined for $10,000. It turns out there are legal exemptions for adults who expose children to obscenity. President Ronald Reagan formed a commission to study the serious effects of obscenity in child pornography in our nation. In 1984, he signed legislation isolating child pornography as a uniquely tragic and distinct criminal offense. Now, our children are being exposed to pornography in a very different way in our public schools. Comprehensive sexuality education, now taught in K-12 classrooms, is a far cry from the health classes of the 1980s. And keep in mind, it's all called health. Graphic descriptions of all forms of sexual activities are made available to students, not only via curriculum, but recommended websites. Pornography is offered as a means of safe sex. In other words, it is now legal for a teacher to display obscene materials to minors without parental knowledge or consent. This same legislation has been passed in 43 states, giving educators free reign to peddle materials to students 
that would otherwise be illegal if an adult showed them to another's minor child. Is this really education? Parents' rights in education is against this comprehensive approach to sexuality because students are taught to engage in risky behavior, usually without parents' knowledge. We advocate for an opt-in policy only, with parent consent. The unintended silver lining for the school shutdowns is parents are now far more aware of curriculum content. Parents are unenrolling their children from public school and seeking alternatives. The link to the Lars Larson interview is included in the show notes. Take a listen. I'm Suzanne Gallagher, and this is Parents' Rights Now. Parents' Rights in Education is a tax-deductible, non-profit organization. We rely solely on your contributions. Help stop sexualization of our students in public schools. Together, we can do this. Please forward this to your friends. Do you know any parents who don't have any time to read lengthy emails? That's what the podcast is for. You have complete control over your access to this information. And you can share it. Share, share, share. Please send it to your friends and invite them to subscribe to Parents' Rights Now. Don't forget to register for the Northwest Safe Schools Summit featuring Walt Heyer, Heidi St. John, Bernadette Broyles Esquire, and Rebecca Friedrichs. Check out events on our website. See you next time to learn more about parents' rights now.